ladies and gentlemen, welcome travel entrepreneurs for another session of Group Sales Power Hour. We're going to kick off with uh, some training that I hope you'll find interesting, inspiring, intriguing, and doable. One of the things I I really try to accomplish in in my mission as a business coach and speaker is to give you tips and advice and and strategies that are doable, that are easily adaptable, that are habit forming to help you achieve higher levels of success and happiness. I would say a couple of hours before we have our power hours, uh, I decide what training to bring to you. Uh, so I, I base it on uh, some of the issues, questions, concerns, challenges that I see, that I hear, that's been talked about in uh, our group sales boot camp private group. Also, some of the commentaries that are happening in our group sales success summit group and some of the other groups I'm a, uh, I, I'm a member of that I'm a part of. So I try to keep it contemporary and something that I think would be applicable to everybody. So today, we're going to talk about what happens after the sale. So uh, if, if my boot campers know, and, and, and if you were fortunate enough to join me when I did the re-record, sort of the pre-screening of the new and improved and enhanced group launch sequence, that, that's, that's where we, uh, that's the method the most effective method for uh, selling, for launching to everybody to get them to sign up, to pay, to go with you on the group. This is fast forward. This is past that. This assumes, friends, that you have already sold. You've signed them up. And now you need to go into service mode, which is almost as critically important as the sales mode because so many of us and i say us because while i'm not a travel a practicing travel agent like you a travel entrepreneur i run a business too and if i don't operate efficiently then uh i lose sleep at night i lose money i lose time i lose customers so we're going to talk about how to improve efficiency. And, and first, let, let me make clear my premise here. The per-person cost of managing a group booking must be lower than the per-person cost of managing an individual booking. Does that resonate? Does that make sense? And, and if, if this is kind of moving you right now, because you're like, but Stuart, when I do groups, I, I, I don't, I don't do much anything different than when I handle individuals. And that's why I'm afraid to take on too many groups. I'm afraid to take on even two concurrently because I'll pull my hair out of my head trying to keep up with the service calls and the issues and the follow-up that I need to do. Are there better ways? And the answer is yes. Because smarter procedures always produce better results. And in Group Sales Bootcamp, I, I, I really try to give you so many ideas for working efficiently so that you can maximize every minute that so you don't stress out because it can be terribly stressful. 
Here's another piece of my premise, friends. The agent, that's you, not the guest, is responsible. You know, it's so easy for us to sort of blame the client for driving us slightly crazy. Do you do that? It's our responsibility, not theirs, to make it a simpler process, to make it easy. As I like to say, easy to do business with. You've heard that before. And I, I want to bring you this quote from Brian Tracy. I'm sure you've read some of Brian's books. Every minute you spend in planning saves 10 minutes in execution. This gives you a 1,000% return on energy. Well, the numbers sure look good. I don't know how we calculated that, but I like the way that sounds. So with that in mind, friends, your mission in group sales at this point is to transition from sales mode to service mode. And if you've seen me speak before during a keynote or a workshop, you know I don't believe in giving good customer service. You need to, you must, it's required if you want to stay in existence rather than go extinct to deliver loyalty grade service. Because it's really hard being in both modes at the same time with the same group. So understand that right now. That again, as, as I introduce this concept to you, we're moving here from sales mode to service mode. So repeat after me. This is your mantra. I, I, I want to hear you say this now. Number one, I am in control. Because if you don't believe it, if you don't feel it, then your client won't believe it and won't feel it. You need to be convinced that you are in control. Number two, Repeat after me, here we go. Together, actually, I will prove that I am a trusted travel advisor, a leader in my field. And number three, here we go, say it with me. I will run the group and refuse to let it run me ragged. Keywords there, I will run the group. It's part of taking control. Understand, friends, don't hesitate to assume this responsibility of taking control. Because if the client, the group leader, the organization, the association did not want you to take over, take control and take the lead, they would have done it themselves. Does that make sense? That's why they hired you. So I'm going to give you 10. Uh, plans, 10 habits, 10 tips, 10 strategies to help you work more efficiently, to help you create a sort of a standard operating procedure. Now, these are 10 of about 30. The rest I'm going to, some of them are already in boot camp, but this is actually part of a brand new series, an updated series that I'm going to be adding to boot camp from my boot camp members, but I want to bring you at least 10 now while we have time in this power hour. And by the way, if you've just joined us, welcome. 
I'm glad you're here. If you have questions, if you have issues, if you have uh, celebrations, if you have challenges, speaking of celebration, hold on. I want to celebrate a victory for Erin uh, from uh, Cultivating Connections Travel Planner. She's a boot camp member. Uh, she said, I have my first real group with a real Pied Piper. Woohoo! <laughs> it reads better than it sounds. Now I'm going to review the entire boot camp program again so I get this group off on the right foot. Good for you, Aaron. You know, sometimes we get so excited when we get that piece of business we've always wanted. And we take shortcuts. We skip things. We forget to follow the procedure, the process. So I thought that was a great uh, quote for me to share with you when we kick this off because Aaron is now in probably in this phase right now. We wish you the very, very best of success. Now, use your tools. What do I mean by that? Some of you are part of uh, Nexion as a host. Some of you are part of uh, Signature or Virtuoso. Some of you are, are cruise planners, franchise owners. Some of you are dream vacations, franchise owners. Uh, some of you are with Avoya. I, I mean, I, I, so many of you and some I don't even know you. You're in Group Sales Success Summit. I'd love to get to know you. You may be in fully independent. You may be with Nest or you may be with a consortium, Travel Leaders Network. I don't know. But I guarantee you all of these organizations offer some kind of a tool for booking. Are you using it? Assuming it has some kind of a group um, element so that you can manage groups more effectively. I hear this all the time, friends. Travel entrepreneurs complain that, that it's overwhelming to store all this information. How do you handle it? How do you do it? And you just don't have time to learn something new. Man, if, if there's one thing I'd like to convince you of today, and that's unplug for a day and learn how to use the new booking tool. I know that, uh, for instance, it just comes to my head, Apple Leisure Group, our friends there, they have very, very robust group management tools. At the very least, use Excel. Are you using Excel to manage your groups? So be ready and, and, and don't keep putting those things off. Have templates ready too. Do you have a, a group agreement letter? template stuff that I've teach taught you in boot camp but have you already rolled out your own that you sort of plug and play do you have PL spreadsheets in Excel that you've created or perhaps your accountant created that you can just plug and play when that next group arrives so be ready friends to use the tools so that you're not totally freaking out when you get the business of your dreams number two Establish Go Teams. I don't have all the time in the world to go into Go Team. My boot campers know what I'm talking about. The Go Team is what you establish. Uh, when you get that group agreement letter signed, you need to know who on their team, and it could be one person, it could be multiple people. Who are you going to be working with? Who's responsible for the social marketing? Who's responsible for the email uh, distribution? You know, you, you need to identify who on their team and your team are going to be responsible for handling particular duties to make this a success. So you want to include all stakeholders. 
on their side and yours. You want to assign accountabilities and responsibilities. And you want to schedule recurring update meetings with these teams. It, you know, early on, perhaps you'll have it once every two weeks. And as you approach sail away or fly away, if it's a cruise group or if it's a, a land-based group, you, you may need to increase the frequency of these meetings. But friends, when you when you plan this and you become the leader, which is what they hired you to be, you're showcasing your leadership skills, and I guarantee you things will run smoother. There'll be no surprises because everyone will be communicating and be accountable and more responsible. Number three, I mentioned this before, maintain your P&L spreadsheet. What is P&L? You know, profit and loss spreadsheet. And maybe this is top of mind for you right now because it's tax season right now and I just finished mine. It's something I don't enjoy doing, but it's a necessary thing to do. So whether you, you, you know, you, you may be like me, you, you may find it more pleasurable earning that money than uh, managing it. So get a good accountant. But when it comes to groups, friends, at the very beginning, you should have a spreadsheet set up so that you know where you're making money, where you're not, where you break even points and where you're not. But it, you, you need to monitor your pricing models. Uh, you, you need to track all the marketing expenses. Sometimes we get so excited that things are going well that we end up spending more than we need to. And sometimes uh, there are issues that crop up that we end up having to spend money on that we didn't account for in our plan. It needs to be plugged into the spreadsheet. And of course, if you have a group agreement letter and, and it's already outlined that this is going to be a charge or a fee that the client will assume that you're covered. But it will certainly help you make more sensible choices, cut losses, maximize margins. Friends, if you're not using some kind of a spreadsheet to track every cost, you need to start now. That's how you operate efficiently and you mitigate losses, mitigate risks. Next up, Number four, publish the payment schedule. Do, do you do this now? Because the goal, of course, is not to drive you crazy or them crazy with, oh, second payment, third payment, fourth payment, fifth payment is due. You know, you want to, why go down that path? Minimize it. Wouldn't it be great if you could just do a deposit and then the final? And of course, you know this better than me. You need to pad those deadlines. If your cruise line or if your tour operator or if your hotel requires payment on the 4th, the final payment, you don't publish the 4th, you back it up a week, two weeks, sometimes three weeks. And friends, listen listen to this word very carefully, the word consequence, consequence. What if somebody says, oh, I've been so busy, uh, I, you know, my, my kid was sick or we've been traveling or it's our anniversary and, you know, we didn't have time to get your final. Is it okay if I get it to you next week? Well, no. It's not. Friends, if you, if you publish what the, the, uh, the, the payment 
schedule is and what the consequences are if the payment comes in the next day after the deadline, then there's no surprises. It's open, it's accessible, everyone understands that they will pay an additional whatever or whatever the consequences publish it. And you need to stay unwaveringly firm. Now that's a big word, a lot of a lot of syllables, but I think I said it correctly. You got it? We good? Now number five. Cement the terms and conditions. Now, you probably have already done this by now going into service mode because if they've already paid you a deposit, they've had to sign off on the terms and conditions. So maybe this is coming a little bit late, but I want to make sure that you've done this correctly because you need to, re, re, you know, absolutely fully comprehend, understand, and embrace the supplier terms and conditions. And it is your responsibility to make sure your clients have read this and agreed to it too. In fact, so many of our suppliers require the signature, right? Of course, the signature on their terms and conditions. And here's your opportunity too to include your own terms and conditions. For instance, like payment schedule and consequences for late payments. And you want to get that signature. This will help you reduce risk and stress. And by the way, you can get an e-signature, right? I don't know if any of you do this today, but you can get a legitimate e-signature if you don't want to deal with uh, faxes and this kind of stuff, which it's amazing. I actually still say the word fax. Number six, clarify, clarify, oh gosh, clarify inclusions and excursions. Now, if you're doing what I've taught you to do, forever, which is to create the more inclusive package, then you probably have more inclusions than exclusions. And friends, I encourage you, hang on, I gotta take a sip here. Mm. I love chai tea. When, when you're setting up your package and your pricing scheme, either go all in or all out. And you've got to be very careful of taxes and tips. So you can still go all in and make it more inclusive. And you can still say taxes and gratuities separate. Or you can include that. And you can say this price includes taxes and tips. And if you care to uh, provide additional gratuities, that's a personal in nature. Friends. Eliminate ambiguity, another big word, but trust me, the last thing you want, and you probably know what I'm talking about, is to get that call or that email from somebody saying, but you didn't say that, but you said this, but I didn't know. Well, go ahead and look online, look at that contract or look at what you signed. Make sure you cover your buttski. should say CYB. Number seven, utilize online forms. I've talked about this an awful lot. And for those of you in boot camp, you already know this. For those of you in the Group Sales Success Summit, you might know, you might not know. But for instance, when I did my uh, April 2017 partial ship charter of the Ama Christina, it was my group of friends and family, I used online forms to make the process so simple 
I collected data brilliantly and effortlessly because it eliminates errors because when somebody, and I just did this for the mastermind group. You may know Mike Marshev and I, we are doing a mastermind uh, for uh, travel entrepreneurs in uh, Moon Palace, Jamaica in late March. We did the same thing. We used these online forms because when somebody fills it out, I don't have to sit there and type it in myself, which which would be prone to errors, but they get a copy too, right? So they can see, hey, this is what you sent in. Review it and make sure everything is correct so that there's no issues down the road. You can also capture the signature and it puts an end to the faxes, the cutting and pasting and the phone call. So efficient. And number eight, are you publishing next steps? You, you talk about showcasing your leadership skills. You talk about taking control of your group and making people feel so confident in your professional abilities. When you publish what's next, then you're going to cut down on the number of phone calls, the number of emails, and you'll probably even reduce uh, the number of potential cancellations because if you're not keeping in touch, if they don't know what's next, they may be getting nervous, they may be getting buyer's remorse, and they may think of canceling perhaps. But if you show them what's coming next and when you are setting expectations, it's a beautiful thing. You know, just to prove it, you know, put your consumer cap on. When you buy a new house, when you buy a car, when you uh, buy something, and there's a lot of money involved and it's sort of complex. Isn't it nice to know that your agent, real estate agent or the the, the uh, uh, car, car salesperson, that agent knows the game. And they instill that confidence in you. So you'll dramatically decrease queries and you'll showcase your leadership skills. Number nine, are you capturing special needs? Now, th this is uh, available for my boot campers, but for those of you who took the time to be with me today, right now, uh, as a guest from a Group Sales Success uh, Summit Facebook group, if you would like a link to this so you can see the real special needs online form that I created for, for my guests, I will share it with you. Just send me an email, please. Send me an email at Stuart at StuartLloydCone.com. But friends, it's so important that you keep asking. Keep asking for food issues, physical issues, medical stuff, um, because you don't want things to come up at the last minute. And then you're sort of freakazoid. How do I deal? How do I handle it? And then what do you do? Then you put you then you freak out the supplier. Oh, no, we've got somebody who has this issue, who needs this level of support, and, and they're frantic trying to help you. So you want to look good? You want to put your head on the pillow at night and say, I'm good. We're going to take care of Mr. and Mrs. Jones. We're going to take care of such and such and so forth. Find out and keep asking. Save yourself the headaches, stress and potential liabilities. And finally, number 10, and again, this is about 
I don't know, 20 or 25 more, but I want to give you just 10 really important ones. Establish rules of engagement. Are, are you getting calls at all hours of the day? Are you getting emails randomly at all hours of the day? Are you getting Facebook posts or texts of people asking you the same questions over and over? And I've condensed it to this one slide, but there's so many smart strategies, friends, you can do to cut down on this. And as the leader, to, to take control, you need to train your clients, train them when and where they can come to you to ask questions or find answers that have already been given. Try to use one email address, maybe one special email address that's group specific. You, you can do that. One website or web page where they can go. Real simple, real easy. One phone number for them to call. And maybe you can customize the voicemail message. And, and all your social sites, it should be simple, all named the same, all custom. So there's no questioning. Where do I go? Where do I look? Well, here it is. Set your office hours. And when I say set office hours, you, you, you may be working nine to five or most of you are working eight to seven. But tell them specifically when you're available for them regarding this group. Now, in a case of emergency, you can call me anytime or email anytime. However, during these time periods, I'll be focused on our wonderful, magical, incredible upcoming group trip. I strongly suggest that you schedule Q&A. Why do you think I do these power hours every other week? Because I can't, I don't physically have time to do one-on-one -on -one business coaching for the incredible people in my group boot camp. So if we can sort of uh, schedule us for every other week in the power hours. I can take on the subjects, unless it's urgent, of course, then I boot campers. You guys and girls know I'm here for you. I'm in your pocket. I'm in your corner. I'm on your side. But scheduling Q&A sessions like this really helps because then your head's in the game. You're, you're not doing anything else. Look, this is my time with you right now. We're together. And, you know, if, if it's not urgent, then those clients know, okay, I've got three questions I'm going to ask. And, and I would suggest, like I did with you, encourage them to submit their questions in advance so that you're ready and you're prepared. And if you need to do the research, you'll be done. So to review my premise, uh, tell me if, if this was helpful. Please let me know. Uh, it, it is very possible and critical to manage groups more efficiently. Inefficiency costs money, errors, wasted time, loss of clients, and loss of sleep. Not very attractive. Efficiency allows you to scale up and do more than one group concurrently. Imagine that. Do this for success and sustainability. So I hope that training was good, because if not, if you don't take action and put in place some new habits, some new practices, then it you'll just be praying, oh, I hope this goes well. I hope this goes well. Please let this go well. I'm so glad that you joined me today. I'm Stuart. This has been the Power Hour. Go help some people.